Welcome to another episode of Love Revival. Today in the studio we have uh, again with us John E. Thomas. Good hey. to have you. Thank you. Good to be here again. And uh, today we want to start off by, by uh, announce that you're going to be in Sweden uh, yes. 2020 in April. April 23rd to the 25th. Yeah, and where where are you going to be, and how can people connect yeah. to that? Um, so I'm very seminar. Yeah, very American. So I'll say Salem Church. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it Salem Church? Salem Church. Salem Church. Yeah. So uh, Salem Church. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm going to be there April 23rd through the 25th, doing practical prophetic training, yep. which is a course that I wrote on the prophetic to help people that are called to the prophetic really understand the full spectrum of the prophetic, that it's more than the gift of prophecy, what's the ministry of the prophet, the office of the prophet, and help keep it all anchored in the character and in the nature of God. Um, because as prophetic people, the biggest goal is to represent the one we're speaking for, not just get accurate information, but to represent him well. Yeah. So that. That's what we'll be doing. It's, it's a great course. People have been impacted by it around the world, and I'm really excited to bring it yeah. to Sweden for the first time. So great. it's exciting. Exciting. So, so, so people are invited to come there. People are invited. April 2020. Yes. And also, you have an exclusive gift for all our Love Revival viewers. Yes. And go ahead and tell us how you can get a hold of that download from Streams Ministries. Yeah, so anybody that's been watching this, you guys are the only ones that are going to be hearing about this. Um, but we're, if you go to streamsministries.com and go to our store, search for Father God is Love. Father God is Love. I, I have a, a ministry session that we recorded. So it's a little bit of a teaching, a little bit of a ministry session where there's interaction. And then there's a soaking session where um, the Helzers who've been doing worship with yeah. Bethel and Graham Cook, they were doing an event together and Graham Cook starts prophesying the love of the Father over people. They gave me permission to have that as part of that, just to soak in the love of God. So you get understanding, you get the activation through ministry, and then you get to receive and soak in it. It's an MP3. If you use the coupon code Love Revival, so Father God is love, and then use the coupon code, code Love Revival. It's absolutely free to get the MP3. Wow. So, what a gift. Thank yeah. you on behalf of Love You're Revival welcome. and yeah. our viewers. And uh, you know this, John, but Love Revival is all about connecting people with the Father's love. Yeah. And from there, moving into the extravagant, supernatural life, if you want. That the, the life that God has for every one of his children to be filled with the Spirit and manifest his gifts in this earth arena. Yeah. So, pleasure having you on. And today yeah. we're going to talk about that it's not just about gifts, mm -hmm. but it's very much about love, something we yes. call prophecy and love, which is also the name of a conference that you had and mm -hmm. will have in the future in Dallas. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, go ahead and tell us what, why. Why prophecy and love? Yeah. Well, and I'll bring it back to what I said about practical prophetic training. That it, it's about representing God. Mm. That prophecy, first and foremost, is to represent God, not just to get supernatural information. We're, we're not Christian psychics. 
Mm. We're, we're not just trying to, to reach into the hidden, into the unknown. We're, we're trying to hear the heart of God and hear the person of God and communicate what he is saying, which means that we communicate who he is. Mm. And so God is love. Yeah. So if what we're saying, even if it's 100% accurate, if it doesn't carry love, it's actually worthless which is what Paul was trying to say in 1 Corinthians 13. It says that if, if, you, if you have all prophetic powers and you understand all spiritual mysteries, but you do not have love, it's worth absolutely nothing. It has no value to it because it doesn't actually represent who God is. It's just information, and it may make the person operating in the gift. Maybe people get impressed with how gifted they are, but usually it ends up hurting people it ends up hurting the person that's prophesying and, and it doesn't accomplish the purposes of God. So love is absolutely central mm. to the prophetic. Could it be that, that love is the currency of heaven? A great way of saying it, yes. Uh, it's, it's like God has shown me that sometimes, you know, we should not collect uh, treasures on earth, mm. but we should, we should collect treasures in heaven. And how do you do that? is when you invest in love. When you do mm. something in love here in the earth, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna remain forever. Yeah. It's like you, I, you, you put something in the bank in, in heaven waiting for you waiting for the reward because you did something out of an un, your your father's unconditional love in yeah. the arena. Yeah. Uh, I I had an amazing experience. I, I don't share this very often, but what oh. you just said reminded me of it. Mm -hmm. In this experience, I was, I was in a trance state. I was completely mm -hmm. oblivious of everything around me. Mm -hmm. And I went into a room that I knew was the library room in heaven. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if there's actually a library room in heaven, but God lets us see things because it means something to us. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I walk around a corner and I can see in front of me, I can see Jesus standing about 15 feet in front of me but he's facing the other direction. And in front of him is this huge stand that is like you would see in a library to put a big book on. And it had this huge book, it was like this big, that was wide open on the book. And he was looking at the book and I could see a, a big feather quill um, coming off the top of the stand. And suddenly I just, I, it's like I disappeared and I went right through Jesus and I was the quill and he picked it up and he started writing in a book mm. now in these experiences you know a lot more than what is explained it just comes to you you just understand and know I knew that this book had written in it everything whenever anybody did something out of love for God let's say just just love for God and they you know, maybe they didn't say a word that they really wanted to say, but out of love for God, they didn't. Or, or maybe they, they pulled somebody out of a wheelchair, but it was really out of love. Mm. Everything that had ever been done out of love was written in this book. It was a book of remembrance that God kept eternally of everything that was done. And then the, the quill, he would use as the quill whoever it was that prompted that love. So every time that I did something that made somebody love God more and they responded to that love, then he used me to write it in the book as a remembrance, as oh. a memorial. And, and I know that that's not exactly the way it happens, but it just communicated such a beautiful truth 
Mm. Uh, what you just said, every time we do something prompted by the love of God, he carries it, he holds it, and, and, mm -hmm. and these memories, they're a, a precious treasure to him. Mm. Like he's constantly thinking about what we've done out of love for him, because mm. it fills his heart. Mm. You, you, have, uh, you have referenced um, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, mm. the, the chapter on the love of God yeah. in us yeah. and through us. And, uh, and you, you know, the word, says, the word says that it's worth nothing if it's not yeah. with God. Yep. But if you twist that around, it is worth something if it's done in the love of God. Exactly. And that's where you get the feeling that it might be the heavenly currency, yeah. <laughs> yes. the heavenly treasure yeah. that's stored up for us. That's so good. Um, but we want to talk about communicating the heart of the Father mm. because that is prophecy. Right. And, uh, and, that, and what you're saying is that that has to be rooted and grounded and come out of and, and, and propelled by the love of yeah. God. Yeah. And, and shaped mm. by that love. Yeah. Because so, some people, they think of the prophecy, they have this picture. It's like God overtakes you and you can't help but say whatever comes out of your mouth. But that's not how prophecy works. God speaks, he communicates, we get pictures, we get thoughts, we get ideas. Sometimes we hear his voice. All of this comes together to give the message, but we get to decide how we communicate it. Mm. And we're supposed to allow it to be formed by God's love. I'll give you a picture that I think gives a, a good example of this. I was, I was in a meeting and there was a lady there that I felt like I was supposed to prophesy over. So I have her stand up. And as she stands up, I have this just flash of a picture where I see her at six or seven years old laying in her bed. And I see her father open up the door, close the door behind her and come in. And I know he's, he's about to do something that he should not do, violate a boundary. Now, if I would have said that in that meeting and explained to her exactly what I saw happening, Everybody would have known, wow, look, that, look, that's so amazing. Look at what he knows. But what would it have done to her mm. to be violated and exposed and, and have, have one of the most shameful experiences that she'd ever went through the, just revealed in front of everybody? That, that, that would not have been loving, but sometimes that happens. But also, there's a reason why God showed me that. Why did God show me that? If it wasn't just to say it, it was because it was, he was showing what he wanted to get to the heart of. And so what I said to her was this, it said, you know, God wants you to know that he, he knows the feelings that you've had when people that you should have been able to trust violated that trust. And, and he knows what it's like to have fear. And he's seen every tear that you prayed, even when you were a young child at six and seven years old, when you, were, when you were in bed and you began to cry, he was there, he saw that, and it was never his will, it was never his desire, and he wants you to know that he sees your heart and he knows your pain. Hmm. Now, now all of a sudden there's healing that's coming to her. It didn't expose her, it, it covered her, and, and that's a, that, you know, it's not maybe as, as flashy, it's not as specific, it's not as clear, but it was healing. And I let the communication be formed by love. 
Mm. And, I, and I always ask, when I get information, because there's a lot, of, a lot of teaching about the word of knowledge right now. It's such an important gift. The word of knowledge is information. But I always ask, when I get a word of knowledge, I, I always ask, okay, so now what? What's the message that God has? It's amazing that, that I know that your name is Jonathan. Mm. Okay, and let's say I know that by, by the Spirit and I'd never met you. That's great. What next? Mm. What does God want to say about that? Because if I take it that next step and I give that message, mm. now instead of being pressed with a gift, you feel loved. Mm. And people that feel, that experience the love, it, the experience of love always transforms us. Mm. Information about love doesn't do much, but when we experience love, every single time we're transformed. Yeah. You know, my, that, that is so good. My experience is that sometimes God shows me something, a word of knowledge, mm. for instance, and when people, when people receive the, the knowledge that God knows about the situation or knows some detail that, I, that no one knows, it's, it brings God consciousness. Right. It brings, and I usually say that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I only get a word of knowledge. Mm -hmm. You have a daughter, for instance, someone on our live broadcast. Mm -hmm. I saw a mother who had a daughter whose name was Maya, and when when I said so, 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 said that, the mother one mother responded said, "I had a daughter mm -hmm. that's named Maya," and that's all I got. Yeah. And then yeah, no. Then then the word of prophecy came that that or not the word of prophecy, but then it was like. The only thing I got was that God sees her. Tell yeah. your daughter that God sees her. Right. That his eyes have seen her and that's why I see what the father is seeing right now. What yeah. I didn't know was that that daughter had suffered, been bullying, in, bullied in school, had had uh, uh, some psychological issues because of that and had a terrible situation. Mm. But now the father showed that he knew her by name. Yes. And that brought something into the family, yeah. into the daughter, that she knew that God was thinking on her and had her in mind. And yeah. if he knows that he's in, if she knows that he, uh, he knows her name, then she also knows that he knows everything. Yeah. yeah. And he cares. Yeah. And it builds in the knowledge of God's love. Yeah. And it's healing in itself. In yeah. It. And that's yeah. exactly what I mean. Because the information, daughter named Maya, mm. the loving thing that we know about God, God wants you to know that He sees you, mm. that you're known, that you're not alone. Now all of a sudden it connects the information with the heart of God and that brings transformation. Mm. It's powerful. It that's is. awesome. Can I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm just thinking about another example, uh -huh. because I think there's someone out there who is uh, in grief right now. And, and because I just came across something, and, the, and I felt the Spirit of God on this. Mm. I, was, I was in a healing line, praying for people that were sick. A lady come, comes to me, she tells that she's suffering from a certain illness and disease. When I lay my hands on her, I hear the Spirit of God. There's a sun, hev sun heavily on her heart. Mm. He, didn't, he didn't address the sickness mm. because he went right to the yeah. heart issue. Mm. What was the thing that she needed? 
And that, you know, as we as ministers prophesying and standing in the revelatory gift, it's so amazing that God knows what you need. Yeah. And what I didn't know, what she later told me, was that when I, of course, asked her, what is that all about? You have a son heavenly over her. She had lost her son and wow. she ha could not stop grieving her son, even though it was many years from wow. now. And I really believe someone is doing that. Some, someone has someone heavily on their hearts right now. And there's, a, there's yeah. an anointing to liberate you. He yes. knows what you need. And that's why this word is coming to you right now. And he loves you so much that he wants to, to, to get, come with a closure and come with healing to your broken heart this day. Yes. So receive his touch right Thank there you. where you're si mm. situated right now. He knows you and he's touching you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful. I, I love that. that the compassion of God and his being used by God in hearing messages like that and in hearing what God's heart is for people has so changed my picture of God. It's let me see who he really is. I'm so much more in love with him than I was at first. It's like I just, I see him move and I see the way he's so kind and so tender with people. And I realized this is mm. who our God is. And, and I, I knew that, but I didn't get it. I, I, I had the information, but it wasn't real. And it becomes real. And, and, and not only do I get to give that to somebody else, but I get it. I, I get the same thing that I'm giving away yeah. as I'm doing it, which is amazing. He's so astounding. Would you say that your perspective of his love changes every time you you give away something from his heart to somebody else yeah I, I'm not sure if I would say every time no of course but <laughs> definitely it's consistently yeah. and constantly changing and, and moving and and, mm -hmm. and I see another piece of him and I see another uh, another aspect of, of his goodness and his kindness and, and his plans and and his forgiveness and just yeah, man, I, I, can, I can think back. I mean, just even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking back of this story and this story and this story and this story and, and this prophetic word and this encounter and how I ministered to this person and, and all of the changes and, and what it meant. I remember the very first time I was talking to a girl, I'd, I'd not even been saved, maybe a couple years, and it was one of the youth, me and, me and Donna were working in the youth ministry at the time, my wife Donna, and uh, one of the youth, I'm talking to her, and, and I just, it just kind of came out of my mouth. It was almost a thought, but it was, it wasn't really a clear thought, but it was kind of a clear picture. I said, you know, God even knows the pain when you were seven years old and you were crying. Hmm. And she just, like her mouth dropped open. She's like, what, why, why did you say that? I'm like, I, I'm not sure. It just, it just came to me. But she's like, that's exactly when my parents were divorced. Hmm. Like ever since then, I've just, I've questioned everything, questioned, and it just opened up this door. And all of a sudden I realized how intimately, we can have a situation we feel like God left, but he never left and he holds and he waits until the right moment to bring healing. And, and it, it, 
changed the way that I expected him to move in other people's lives and in my life, and it just shifted. I mean, story after story that we could tell of how God does that, just these little pieces, and we get to see him. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. It is. Yeah. You know, uh, I love, I love the story of uh, the girl who uh, writes a love letter to uh, someone she's in love with. And she's writing all these love proclamations and then she takes the perfume and she drains and uh, totally uh, drown, <laughs> drains the, yeah. the envelope and, and the letter and then she sends it away to, the, to her, her love of her, of her life and, and mm -hmm. the boy opens the love letter where he's at and he's reading the words, the love proclamation. Yeah. But the thing that speaks louder to him is the smell yes. that this girl loves him. Yeah. I think as Christians, we, you, we are so compelled. We, we, we're thinking so much about coming with the message. Mm -hmm. But we ought to come with the fragrance of his love. Yeah. Uh, and I think there is there is something that God wants. That's why we call this show Love Revival. Mm -hmm. He wants to revive love because yeah. love is the proof in the pudding that we are of him who says who is love. And in order for him us to represent him well, we ought to be, imp uh, you know, not what do you call it, totally enveloped mm -hmm. and being filled with yeah. the love. So that we come with a message, either it's a prophecy or it's just preaching the gospel. Mm -hmm. The fragrance should be there. Yes. The feeling yes. of his love should be there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a game changer. It is a game changer. Yeah. It is a game changer. And, and, and it's, it's the message and the communication, mm. but it, it's also our, ourselves. Like I've got to be transformed into love mm. so that I don't have to work to make the prophetic loving when it comes out of me. Mm. Like yeah. if I get transformed into love and I become loving and it's not just I'm trying because, oh, this is prophetic, but it just, it begins to form everything. And, and then what happens? Because there's, there's ups and downs in the gifting. Mm. There's times when it's like a lot of stuff is happening and there's times when it's not as much stuff is happening. And it's in those times when not as much stuff is happening, the people around you, they don't even notice mm. because they know you as a loving person. They don't know you as the great prophet. Yeah. They, they know you mm. as a loving person. And, and yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, I know the stories. I can tell you, yeah, I've heard that. But you're, you're known for your love. Mm. But if you never develop that love, and then when the gifting goes away, people begin to go away because you gather people that are impressed with your gifting. And if, if you gather people because they're impressed with your gifting, you have to keep them impressed with your gifting to keep them around. Hmm. And one of the traps that, that comes to prophetic people is when we don't have that love and we haven't developed love for other people, and then we, we, we identify all of our relationships through our gift, and, and then people tell us how great we are because of how gifted we are, we begin to think that love from people is identity in our gift. Oh, look, they're, they're really impressed with my gift. I must be loved. 
oh, they're really impressed with my gift. God must love me. Yeah. And then we think that giftedness equals love. Mm. And that trap is dangerous. Yeah. That is so dangerous. Yeah. So we, we need to spend as much time being loved as we do trying to give away love mm. and, and make sure that our love is just who we are yeah. and that the gift is an overflow out of our identity, mm. not something that we do to get the identity. Yeah. Right. You know, almost somewhere in this uh, recording of this broadcast right now, I'm, I'm feeling the presence of God. Yeah. And, and it's beautiful. And I would, I would love for you to take the opportunity to just release whatever the Spirit of God is leading you to pray for or just ask, ask God to just touch people with what we're feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would Please love to. Please go ahead. I would love to. I, I, I want to I pray right now mm. that the love of God would yeah. so saturate your heart and your whole being. It, just even right now, Father, let your presence fill the room where they're at. Just come and move. And as your presence comes, Father, I ask that you would speak your love. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. They make me happy. I'm so glad to be with them. And Father, I ask that you would increase the spiritual activity in their lives and that every bit of that activity, that it would be marked by love Lord, that your love would so saturate them that they would be the love letter. And your love would be the fragrance that's being released as they come in contact with the ones that you love. That they would hear the message, they would see the demonstration, but they would also smell the fragrance of your presence and your love coming through their lives. So I bless them with an increase in the manifestation of the love of God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Maybe you have, maybe you're feeling His presence right now. I'm feeling His presence right now. Go ahead and go to loverevival.tv and, and send us a message. Tell us what God, tell us what God is doing for you. It's always an encouragement to know that it's not just us but it sips uh, it goes through these cameras and do it and makes a home visit that god is touching you wherever you're watching from know beyond a shadow of a doubt that god is a father who loves you unconditionally yes have another day with jesus in his love amen <laughs>